right. Do you know what's funny? So, so John Sucha said, I wonder what, what's the average return on those $425 boxes. Of course, that's impossible to know an exact figure, considering you have to uh, track about every single case ripped to figure out a number. Um, but someone actually who works at Shop Millie Pops, um, Jamil's card shop in Florida, DM me yesterday, giving me some statistics on what he found out about Prism Hobby Boxes and that he watched six case breaks. And in all six cases, every single box had exactly five numbered cards. And if there's a number to insert, of 25, 10, or 1, it would re replace one of the base set numbered cards. So I'm going to do a breakdown here tomorrow or Thursday or Friday, whenever I have the most time, on um, breaking down the different percent odds that you will get numbered parallels of X rookies based on tiers or this and that. So hopefully in the next couple of days, I can give you guys a little bit better look at what you might expect in the numbered parallel um, realm of hobby boxes. Uh, he did say that unnumbered were scattered all over the place so i won't be able to get stuff on that but that i mean numbered parallels make up a good chunk of your hobby box in the first place so that should help a lot um so maybe we'll have a better idea of that in the next couple of days yeah working at a card shop i have seen boxes that you know are huge hits and then boxes that people might get ten dollars of cards back out of so it's very uh all over the place with this prism really What's your take on Kyler Murray rookie cards? <coughs> I like him. Aaron, you like him? I like him too. Get a better team around him. Yeah, I think you get a little bit more talent outside of Christian Kirk and an old Larry Fitzgerald. And or may and uh could be David Johnson. Yeah. Um, did you talk about I think it's time with DeAndre Hunter. Do you talk about him in the podcast yesterday? I chatted about him with Sam for a little bit. He I was talking with Sam on uh, Nate's brother who was on the podcast from today. And he was telling me that Hunter has been disappointing in the fact that he hasn't been as good on defense as he was hoping for coming out of school. Um, supposed to be a 3 and D type forward. And I guess that that's not necessarily happening right now. Of course, a rookie. Of course, Young. Uh, plenty of time to, to get better. And that Hawks team is pretty trash, honestly, with John Collins out. I mean, you're talking about Trey Young and Trey Young. Not really much else there without John Collins playing. So, um Hopefully in the future he starts to add more value, but for now, not not exactly as uh, as great as we were hoping for, possibly. Um, opinion on Hobby Prism. For considering, depending on where you're getting your boxes at, you know, four hundred some dollars for a hobby box compared to probably a hundred fifty for a retail box, and I've seen people pull. <laughs> you can't get all the number cards out of retail but people are pulling a lot better silver rookies and stuff out of retail that I've witnessed. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, so it seems like it's getting three retail boxes for the price of one hobby box or a little bit over the price of one hobby box. Seems like a better deal to me. This is what you do. You ask yourself, am I a gambler or am I a risk averse person? If you want to gamble by the hobby box, try to get a, you know, a thousand dollar plus John Zion. If you are a, risk inverse person but still like ripping then buy three retail boxes grade your 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 base rookies are good grade your silvers are good and grade your your uh greens and and ruby waves um seems to be a better way to to be safer with the profit because you can buy a 425 450 a hobby box come away with a couple base jaw and rj and then also get a ton of trash number and a ton of trash silvers and then you shot yourself in the foot and you don't have the what is that 
60 or whatever, how many packs it is 72 packs to try to get a bunch of other good stuff. It's only 12 and 12 cards per pack. Um, yeah. So seems like uh, going with the, uh, the retail route is safer hobby route, more gamble, higher dollar cards. Yeah. You're probably not pulling a one-on-one out of retail, right? No, and you're also not pulling a gold. You're not pulling a blue, red. You're not pulling any of that. So, yeah. I mean, you, you get a blue Zion, and you're, you know, upwards of $1,000, $1,200 right there. Yeah. Um, we've got Scott Rowland being name-dropped in the uh, in the uh, comments, which is not something I thought I would see uh, ever. I haven't thought about Scott Rowland in years and years and years, so that's interesting. Aaron probably doesn't even know who Scott Rowland is, so you got that going for you. Aaron, do you want to answer that best way to go about grading his cards? Sorry, I'm trying to figure out where the heck we are here. It's hard with my white background back here, my white face, because it just gets lost of the time. <laughs> um, yeah, best way to go about grading your cards. Uh, I'm assuming you're asking because you probably don't have much experience doing it, which is normal. There's a lot of people who don't. It took me years and years to actually get good at it, slash trust myself enough to um, wipe them down, send them to myself hoping for 75 to 80 percent tens from psa um but if you're new to this um it's going to take a while and if you don't want to wait that long i would just send them to his name is clay cards he actually might be in here or he's in here a little bit ago i saw that he joined um at clay cards on instagram and he looks them over cleans them tells you what he thinks that they'll grade looks over like at least 2500 cards a month probably and that's maybe on the low end now. I've been talking about that for a while. So he has a lot of experience. He got like 90-some percent plus PSA 10s last time. Um, and send him for $11, and then he will do all that for you, take care of the paperwork, 45 days, more like 70 days later because of weekends and lag time with registering the PSA system, and you'll get them back. But add clay cards, best way to do it. Um, what's more profitable, Walmart, Walmart or Target? Um, Target Red Ice Parallels from the Mega Boxes seem to be less available on eBay. Some are selling a little bit higher with the Zion and the Jaw, um, but there's really no method to it. You'll get blasters at both. There will be no difference. Mm. Someone said hold or sell. I'm not sure we're talking about hold or selling. Yeah, that's a tough thing with these chats is sometimes we get talking on stuff and then people have questions lower but <clears throat> can't remember what we were talking about right nate do you think uh, do you think jeter will be unanimous probably should he be probably not will he be yeah because people love Derek jeter terrible terrible gm though he will not make it as a uh as a uh first battle hall of famer as a gm i can tell you that no <laughs> he's awful <laughs> no someone says target versus walmart uh, whatever you want, wherever it actually has Prism. If you can find it at both, just buy it anyways, because you can't find it anywhere in Wisconsin right now. Truth. But, no, you, but, that's why. Your buddy just found a Well, true. A I, sh I should say down by Milwaukee. That place is, dude, Milwaukee is cleared of all Prism right now, I feel. Yeah, it's terrible. Even um, the Myers that I found out were like Walmarts, and not just grocery stores. <laughs> I did not know it was like a Walmart either. I thought it was just a grocery store. Yeah, I had no idea. Buy, sell, or hold, Luca. The market can't keep going up and should plateau. Yeah, it already has plateaued a little bit. Um, obviously, top three MVP candidate right now. And I see a lot of people saying, oh, the big knock on Luca is that the Mavs have the seventh best record in the NBA. 
Honestly, I don't know about you, Nate. I feel like that the Mavs having you gotta turn that off, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that the Mavs having the seventh best record in the NBA helps his case. Look at that roster. Porzingis is trash right now. The rest of the roster isn't great. And their seventh best record in the NBA. I don't know. I did not expect that. I don't know if you did, Nate, but it's all because of Luca. Um, I know. Certain stuff is a buy if you can hold long term and if you can afford it. A lot of it's a sell right now if you can make profit on it. And some of it's a hold if you don't need the money. Um, yeah, really Luca's shooting, shooting under 40% from the floor. I, I do know he's had a lot of like three for 12, three point nights, but I didn't know about that. That's bad. He is kind of <laughs> shooting everything. He has 24 count retail boxes, have been nice. That's right, clay cards. I know that you're in here, so hopefully you got to connect with that guy. Um, people keep on asking seller Keith Luca. If you're making money, might as well make money and move on to the next thing, unless you have a really, really good numbered card that you can want to hold long, long term. Ooh, someone said move on to baseball. That's what we believe in. Yeah, or some um, some prism to grade and flip and stuff. Two different ways. Um, someone said speak on the green cracked ice prisms. I will. So fanatics. This is the first year, I believe, well, it is for sure for the parallel, released exclusive boxes for 2019 Mega Boxes with green ice parallels instead of red slash pink slash orange. And I had an opportunity to buy 10 of them at $30 a box way back months ago, and I didn't because I had no idea what the green ice were or if they're just going to be the same as the pink ice. Well, now I find out within the last week that the green ice are SP'd to under 100 and the boxes are selling for 130 on eBay right now for a mega box. And I think the green ice parallels are going to be super hot. I actually helped a couple of guys buy some Tyler Hero ones, one for 100 bucks, which I thought was insanely undervalued. If you think about a Prism Retail card being SP'd under 100, that is very, very rare in the, in the scheme of retail Prism. Um, the next one sold for 200, so right there. Um, that one was undervalued. If you can find them for prices that you like, I would highly recommend buying the green cracked ice uh, parallels. They're going to be very, very rare. Um, should be, should be pretty, pretty valuable. Nate, thoughts on Brett Batty? Brett Batty. Uh, I, I really like him. He's old for his. Uh, we're getting away from basketball here for a second. <coughs> to all you basketball fans out there, but Brett Batty is a third baseman for the Mets. Uh, he's got a ton of power, good bat, good eye at the plate, um, but was old for his class. He's already 20. He just was drafted as a senior out of high school last summer. Uh, being 20 already is a little bit of uh, inconvenience, I guess you'd say, just because um, all his high school stats were put up when he was a year older than all of his competition at least. Um, so I don't know what to make of that, but I really like the bat, and I think he should be a good buy. Nice. Also, I appreciate Central Valley Cards. Uh, Nate's beard is looking solid. Just wait until it's March, and I haven't trimmed it yet because it's cold in Wisconsin and it's down to like here. <laughs> what can you pull out of Prism Blasters from Target and Walmart? So what you can pull in those, you'll get your silvers like any retail configuration. You'll get your base rookies, of course. And then you will get your green. You can pull green rookies out of there. You can pull green Pulsar rookies numbered out of 25. Those are the exclusive blaster parallels. Super rare, super, super rare, especially with them increase in production this year. 
Um, you pull out a good rookie of that and you're getting a lot of money. Um, and then you also can pull purple wave short print rookies. I do not think you can get those out of mega boxes or 24 count retail boxes. Don't quote me on that. I haven't pulled one from either of them. I also haven't watched many of them get open, so I'm not sure, but they, those are very SP and the, the Zion purple wave goes for like 320 and the jaw around 150, um, which is much higher than the Ruby wave, uh, which is like 200 for Zion. Um, so that's what you can get out of blasters. Those are good buys. Someone asked about Josh Young. Did you see that? Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> Third baseman for the Rangers. Um, obviously, he knows that, whoever asked. Uh, <clears throat> more of a – doesn't really have one carrying tool, uh, which is a bit of a concern. Decent hit tool, decent power, decent fielding, not a ton of speed, but nothing that will wow anybody. You want something that's going to wow somebody, whether it be a 70-hit tool or a 65 power or a 70 speed, something that's going to attract eyes. Josh Jung doesn't really have that. He's more of a, a jack-of-all-trades, um, which is not somebody that I love investing in, but at the same time, probably pretty safe. Um, probably a guy that won't, you know, completely collapse, like you'll see with prospects every year. Um, but I wouldn't expect, like, uh, you know, two times in your profit or whatever. Do you know what, what that kind of reminds me of? Um, I don't know a lot about Josh Jung, so I'm not saying it's a direct comp, but uh, Jonathan India last year versus Alec Baum. Alec Baum had the huge power tool, um, ended mm -hmm. up hitting a bunch of home runs, went up a lot in price. India didn't really do anything super well the whole year and just kind of was meh. Yeah, goes up a little bit, you know, 10 15%, but nothing, nothing yeah. too spectacular. If you want to be safe, Josh Jung's your guy, right? Okay. Are we back in the junk era for basketball cards? I want to say no in the moment. We could look back five years, ten years from now and say yes, because it just depends on how much demand there is. Right now, plenty of this stuff is selling really quickly on eBay for high values. Um, there's enough out there right now. There's enough people buying it to be fine. In five years, we could be like, wow, 20, 2019 prison is worthless except for the number of parallels which honestly, high, high likelihood it'll happen. Silvers, there are so many of them, which is why I think that the variation rookies are a pretty good buy for half the price right now. Um, but it, in the moment, no, there's going to be plenty of money to be made between grading and flipping and ripping and all that stuff right now. You plan on holding a silver for five years and you might not, not have a very valuable card. Um, if you're going to put $200 into a jaw silver, might as well go put $500 into a jaw red out $299 and have a little security in knowing that there's only 299 of them and not $500. I mean, that's a, that's a drastic difference. I know. Somebody might only have $200. You can't just say, oh, go put an extra $300 in. That's well, not okay. how it works. Well, how about this? <laughs> if, you, if you're planning on investing in two jaw silvers to be able to flip one, I'd rather just go with a uh, $299. Okay, that's better. Yeah. I should have said if you only have 200, obviously it wouldn't work at that point. Yeah. It's just if, if you're doing more investing than just that silver. Nate, you have any thoughts on Dwayne Haskins? I really don't have any. Tra he's on a trash team and he appears to be hurt each week. So Trash team, injured, uh, appears to be super, super slow. <laughs> Who's like injured that though? Dude is, that dude is not fast. The, the dude couldn't even walk last game. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't – you can't really gain anything from – 
they fired their coach. They've got an interim coach. Darius Geis is always injured. They're running a uh, like 35-year-old Adrian Peterson out there, or whatever the world is age is, 33, something like that. Um, <clears throat> their best wide receiver is Terry McLaren, who is a rookie along with them. I mean, that's exciting to watch them grow oh, together. Oh, that guy's a beast, by the way. But they've that guy's got – That guy's a stud. I know. Uh, but uh, it's just it's just he's in a bad situation. So it's, it's hard to it's hard to judge him. Um, but they're getting a new GM in, I believe. And you know how GMs are. Sometimes they cut bait with the old. You know, Josh Rosen was cut bait and Kyler Murray is brought in. New coach, new GM type of thing comes in. And uh, they might cut bait with Dwayne Haskins if he's not their guy and just draft somebody else. Considering they'll have a top three pick this next year, most likely top five for sure. I don't know if they do. Uh, I'm just it's just speculation on my part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously. Um, someone asked. I have a couple Hollywood Brown out of tens worth getting graded. What about the Kyler Pink Pulser? Um, I would say no. Generally, grading wide receiver stuff or running back stuff really doesn't have that much of a effect or even worth the time slash money spend. Might as well get that money and put it into some Kyler or someone who has a way higher chance of going up in price. Uh, but I would grade the, the Kyler Pink Pulser. Um, my local card store sells a prison blaster for 32 Is that worth it? And my Target and Walmart, they're sold out. Uh, if you go on eBay, I think you can buy them for around 30 or 32 Also, it just seems to be the market rate if you're not finding them in Target slash Walmart. Um, it's up to you if you want to rip it. I mean, I generally don't like buying retail secondhand for higher than what you could find in a store. It just seems like, you know, you're just, I don't know. I'm not, do you have any I, thoughts I on buy a ton of it unless you're sitting on a ton of money? Yeah. But if you want to rip one, you can't find it yeah. anywhere. Yeah, I mean, thirty three dollars is cheap. It's yeah. cheaper than spending one hundred fifty on a retail box. Yeah, you don't have to wait for it to get there uh, via eBay or Amazon or something like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, thoughts on Luis Robert, um, which is a White Sox outfielding prospect, one of the best prospects in baseball. Had a spectacular year last year. Uh, Pretty much has above or plus tools across the board. Fangraphs gives him a plus arm, plus field, plus speed, plus raw power. It's when you get to his hit tool and his game power, they give him a average average hit and uh, just above average power, uh, game power in the future. Um, and he ran about a 5% walk rate last year, which is all right. <clears throat> it's not great. It's not terrible. It's just all right. Uh, but he almost ran like a 25% strikeout rate in AAA. That terrifies me. I saw some comps to Lewis Brinson. That terrifies me. Uh, Guys that don't walk a ton and strike out a decent amount, you pretty much need to make hard contact every time out to be useful. You know, Kesson Hira didn't walk a ton, struck out a lot, but makes hard contact uh, a ton at the time. Um, So you need that outcome to be successful. If he doesn't, um, you'll be wondering why uh, he is a bust, and you'll have your answers there. So he's a little bit, for being a top-ten prospect, he's a little bit more on the uh, high-risk side of things. But if he figures it out, there's not many guys that will be able to compete with him talent-wise. I saw Tyler Wagner say, what's up, boys? What is up, Tyler? How we doing? Um, now I need to scroll back and find these questions. 
Not sure if you know anything about him, but thoughts on Darius Baisley from OKC. I see a lot of future potential from him, and he's super cheap. The only thing I know about him is I think he's the guy that committed to uh, Syracuse and then pulled back and then went and played in, like, that G League thing or something. Um, I don't know anything about him this year. I haven't done any research on him. Nate, I don't know if you have any thoughts on him. Um, just seems like it's one of those cheap lotto guys that you – well, not lottery pick, but just, like, lotto ticket that you'll throw a couple bucks at and uh, see if it pays off. Sweet. Personally, Shay's the guy there, so I don't know if if Baisley would even contend for any of that stuff, but I think Shay's the guy. Adele or Robert for AL Rookie of the Year? I'm definitely going to go with Adele. Uh, Robert's a better defender, <laughs> but Adele has unbelievable power. Um, did not uh, Robert obviously performed much better in AAA, but <laughs> Adele was definitely less seasoned. Um, he's only 20 and already in AAA. I expect him to keep going up. Unbelievable power. Decent hit tool. Strikes out a lot also, but I would rather bet on Joe Adele. They're kind of similar players. I'd rather bet on Joe Adele than I would on Luis Robert, if only because he has the Angels instead of the White Sox. You got to learn something from Mike Trout, right? Mm Mm-hmm. J.J. Bladé, thoughts, Nate? Uh, J.J. Bladé was the fourth overall pick from the Marlins. <laughs> uh, left-hander, uh, pretty big, 6'3", 205 pounds. Um, he's got good power, got good contact, got a pretty good eye at the plate. Uh, he's pretty exciting. If he wasn't on the Marlins, I think he'd be much more exciting. I think people will probably kind of sleep on him because he got drafted by the Marlins, but if he was drafted by a different team, he would probably be one of the most sought-after guys in the entire uh, Bowman draft checklist. I mean, he already is, but... Mm-hmm. I, I, I see what you're saying. There's Every year there's guys in the Marlins who people just don't get as excited about. Yeah. Um, I don't have much money. Where do I go for cards? Um, if you're able to download the eBay app and just start looking at, filter your auctions between a dollar and $5, um, start to see what type of cards you can pick up of players you like. Um, seems like a good way to build a small collection to start and just sort by auctions of uh, prism and optic of players that you like, and it's not a bad way to go. Um, should I buy Eric Pascal? I know that he's putting up stats, and it's pretty much the only player that's doing like well on the Warriors. It just seems like that once people start to come back from injury on that team, I understand that two of them are out for the whole year. Um it seems like in a year those cards will be worth half or less than what they are today. I can't say for sure. He might become a player on that team. I don't know. Um, it doesn't seem like a guy would be like, let's go buy and try to hope to sell for more in a year or even in half a year. I don't know about you, Nate. I know that he's he's like top three in rookie of the year race right now, probably just by the pure opportunity and production, much like what you know how Graham has a lot of opportunity in, in uh, Charlotte right now. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. you got to remember that. Number one, Curry and Thompson, right? Number two, they're going to have a really high pick. And whatever that guy is, is probably going to be third fiddle next year on the team. Well, I don't know what Draymond Green's contract situation is. Is he? Is well, he... I mean, sure, Draymond Green is third fiddle, but the dude never shoots anyway. So it's like, oh, I'm no, just back offensively. I, I, oh, I know. I just tell you more for minutes' sake. Both pretty yeah. similar um, position forward. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what to make of. He's he's a nice play. He's a nice piece. I just don't know if I would invest in him going forward 
considering the situation. Oh, I, I agree. <coughs> um, speaking of Tyler Hero, we will for like 10 seconds here just because we talked about him in the podcast and on Instagram yesterday. Uh, great shooter, 19 years old in Miami, playing, uh, had a huge game, hopefully he starts to get more minutes. That's what I have on him right now. Um, awesome to see your Bagley Silver PSA 10 arrived. I remember you mentioned that last uh, last live stream that you bought that. Good to see. Speak on Darius Garland. Talked to Sam the other day. Um, says that he thinks that he's a very, very good possible buy low right now. It's also a risk because he has been pretty brutal this year. But, but yes, he's been he's been very bad. No question about it. However, talented. Didn't play in college last year because of injury. And Sexton does not seem to be the man, the one there. And I feel like that Gar- – well, Sam thinks that Garland in a year could become what they, Sexton – people were hoping that Sexton could become is that yeah. dominant guard. And he says he's one of the most dominated guard or uh, talented guards in the class. However, you have to be willing to wait. Um, if you're buying low, don't think that you're going to make two times your money in the next six months because there's a chance he just is trash this whole year. Pretty good chance, probably. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, just ho- you're hoping for a second-year step there. Um, yep. What's up, Cardboard Commission? How's it going? It says, where's my beer? <laughs> you, can, you can have my beer. I don't drink beer anymore, so. Look at that. Yeah. Nate. Gave it up. What is the best product of 2019 basketball to hold on to? Prism? Uh, hobby boxes if you're trying to make money on sealed product? Thoughts on Andrew Vaughn? I know you talked to him last week, so you probably already have some things lined up here. Uh, yeah, just uh, by far the best bat in the in the draft class. Un- unbelievable bat, really. Problem with him is <clears throat> he's first base only. Um, potentially DH in the future type of thing. So it's, you know, not a, not a good defensive first baseman. Um, very slow foot. Uh, so, you know, you really need that bat to carry uh, all the way through and for him to be like Pete Alonzo um, to sell. And I'm not willing to bet on anybody being Pete Alonzo. I'm not even willing to bet on Pete Alonzo being Pete Alonzo, um, especially because Pete Alonzo has the body type that kind of uh, ages poorly. Uh, as he gets older. Um, but Andrew Vaughn's one of those guys that if you're going to invest in him, he needs to hit, you know, 300 and have like 35 to 40 home runs every single step of the way uh, <coughs> for you to make your money. Good thoughts there. When does prison basketball prices start to taper off? Um, I think that you're going to see – the third-ish tier rookies and below that start to really taper off here over the next few weeks. Um, however, I think that this year's a new animal. I really feel like that you're not going to see much of a drop in in jaw and Zion unless performance um, goes down for jaw or let's say Zion debuts and does nothing. Um, that's what, when you'll see a taper off. I, I really think that the demand is just going to sustain itself for the top guys, especially with how few top guys there are right now from this year's class. Very few. Um, that has something to do with it. You're going to see Jaws, Zion, Tyler Hero, um, and then guys like Pascal are actually getting, you know, money put in them right now because of the production. Um, there's just not enough guys playing well enough right now to to have prices all across the board taper off. It'll be like a large majority will. 
And then those guys that you actually probably want to buy probably won't. Um, that's what I have to say on that. Invest in Bichette still, Nate. I know that I know Bowman Chrome <laughs> base autos are around $120 right now. Uh, it's tough for me. It's one of those things where it was so hot, right? So hot, his price has jumped up. Um, he's, it's not like he's Gavin Lux where he's on the Dodgers and it could be a huge boost for him because he's in L.A. He's in Toronto, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, <clears throat> it's one of those things. I mean, obviously, any major leaguer can get hot. Um, but if he's merely, you know, a 330, 470, you know, 330 on base, 470 slugging type of guy, I don't think his prices go up from 120. He'd have to be as hot as he was last year. And he didn't really show that through the minors. He, never, he was never a 571 slugging percentage guy in the minors. Um, and his, his betting average on balls in play was 368, which was ridiculously high. Uh, something that I think would come down a little bit. Stats would come down a little bit. Um, I don't know. And if if the MLB gets rid of their MLB baseball like they did in the playoffs, you know, you're looking at these guys and they're dropping even farther. So it's tough. It's tough for me to say yes, invest in Bichette. Good thoughts there. Drew Locke, <laughs> Byers. Uh, well, there was a Cody Hose uh, question. Oh, I must have um, missed it. Well, it, it just said Hose is your guy. Uh, and that, that is Cody Hose, the Dodgers' uh, first-round pick. He's also a third baseman. He doesn't really do anything spectacularly. Um, another guy that is merely average hit, a little bit above average power, average defensively, uh, not super fast by any means. Um, I just like the Dodgers. I'd be willing to bet on any Dodgers player even if he's average, for them to get the most out of them. They always seem to get the most out of every player they ever acquire. I don't know how they do it. I'm jealous of it. But if you can get Cody Hose cheap, I think it's a worthwhile gamble to see if you can get, um, you know, increased production because he's a Dodger. Who's a sleeper in draft 19? Pick one player, Nate. Uh, a sleeper? Uh, Brennan Malone. Diamondbacks, pitching prospect. That's what I'm going with off the top of my head. Brennan Malone. One, one, one sentence on him. Um, has a lot of good pitches. He's young. Uh, Diamondbacks have done decently well with pitchers lately. Nice. Junior Guerra, new Diamondbacks pitcher. Junior Guerra signed with the Diamondbacks? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I didn't see that. We lost him two days ago. <laughs> well, we non-tendered him two days ago, and then he signed today, I think. Oh no! Well, I know we we got rid of him. I just yeah. did not sign. Yeah, sign. Um, Acuna thirty year market grow or pull back? I definitely think grow. He just was injured to end the year for the last month in a season where he, he set the record for the youngest forty thirty season of all time. Um, I see no way though that Acuna and Soto aren't just the two two of the better players in the NL over the next five years to ten years. That's how I feel about those two. I think they both are he's, great. He is. If you're looking for the guy with the closest likelihood of being the next Mike Trout, there's not going to be a next Mike Trout. There's no chance of that. But <coughs> Acuna is probably like 75% uh, of that possibility, and there's nobody else like that. So that's what I think about Acuna. 
Jordan Adams, Nate, you got any quick thoughts on that? Because I think we're super backed up here, so I'm going to try to get through this a little bit quicker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, super talented, two-sport athlete out of high school, was supposed to go to North Carolina um, for football and baseball, signed with the Angels. Had an okay year considering he had focused on two sports and not one sport like kids from Texas or California or any of those places. Uh, he's one of those, like, long-range options. If you buy him this year, don't expect him to hit like this year, it might be a year or two or three down the line. But eventually, I expect Jordan Adams to do big things. He's got a ton, a ton of talent, uh, insane speed, pretty good power. Um, should be a good uh, outfielder. So I think he's around $25 for a base auto right now, 2025. Um, like what's the best time to send Prism to get graded now or around NBA playoff time? I think that you just need to send it now and possibly hope that you can get it back before the NBA playoffs or some of it. I'm not saying that necessarily 2019 NBA Prism is going to be a, a big playoff booster this year, considering you're going to have, like, Tyler Hero and, heck, maybe that's it, of the top rookies are even going to be in the playoffs this year. Um, you're not going to see many th 2019 rookies in the playoffs. Um, so I want to really – be super worried about it because most of these guys, you know, if you're holding on to them, you're going to want them for next season as well and maybe going forward. Um, might as well send it in now. There's no point in waiting because then you're just going to get it back in the offseason. You're not going to want to sell it then. All I'm saying is that you just need it back by the end of or by the beginning of next season. So however you want to do that. Um, Giannis is so undervalued right now. 100% true. If you look at it, not in the terms of how expensive his cards are, but in relation to what they are worth before the season started and after his MVP season, um, possibly one of the most undervalued star players in the NBA today. Yeah. Uh, Keep quick, it. There's a quick question yeah. on uh, Bowman Chrome Hobby. If it, if you should buy it, I would say no. Uh, pretty terrible checklist. I would just try to get singles out of it. There you go. Um, Keeper sell Drew Lock Prism Silver. If you have one, you can sell today for 150 pretty quickly, I'm assuming. Um, he probably bought it for 40 to $70. Sounds like a good way to profit. On the other hand, they do play the Chiefs this upcoming Sunday or Monday. I don't know which day. And if they do win it, he pulls off an upset. Um, fo sometimes football quarterbacks seem to go up by like two, 300 times percent uh, if there's a big win. So, no, if you don't want to risk it, sell it today, get your money. If you want to risk it, hold it to after the Chiefs game, but you also might lose a lot of money. Um, I'm going to skip over some of these things we already talked about. Nate, you want to yeah. give some quick thoughts on Riley Green to trade Tigers? Yeah, definitely probably like the second most sought-after guy out of Bowman draft. <laughs> He's a big kid, 6'3", 200 pounds, uh, 19 years old. He's uh, got a good hit tool, got good speed, uh, got pretty good raw power. Um, probably, a, probably a right fielder as his speed decreases. Um, maybe a left fielder. But uh, he's exciting. He's young. He's got a good hit tool. Uh, that's always worth investing in. Monte, Monte Harrison, is it worth spending more than five seconds on him? Uh, no, probably not. Big strikeouts, had a great year last year, uh, bounce back year. Um, worth keeping an eye on, but strikeouts are as a huge concern. Nice. Holder sell Devontae Graham. If you're making profit, we'll never tell you not to make profit, but it seems like that he should <laughs> have the usage and um, – production this year to, to warrant a hold for the rest of the season and possibly even into next year if they start to add some pieces around to maybe get a little bit better. Um, he's obviously good. I mean, there's no denying it now. He can shoot. He's one of the best shooting guards in the NBA this year. 
Yeah, he is. You want to say anything about him because he's your boy? Uh, fifth in the league in, in un, uh, unassisted threes. Second in the league in three point three pointers made. Uh, he's looking like he's, you know, I think he's like second or third in the league in assists or something like that for out of out of point guard spot, not out of everyone or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, he's looking really good. I I just he he has nobody else on his team. So when he gets another good player on his team, well, PJ Washington's all right. Uh, but when he gets like a, if they ever get a second superstar, you know, you might be looking at a little bit of a decrease. But right now he's holding his own. Right. Um, Non-sports her question: Who wins the Heisman? Joe Burrow, one hundred days out of one hundred. Yeah, there's no chance anybody else wins it. Yep. Um, T. Wolf Jared Culver is he undervalued right now? Was the number six overall pick? Seems to be not having a great season, much like a lot of rookies. Um, the percentages are low, much like a lot of rookies. Um, honestly, with Wiggins playing well, actually, somehow, it kind of de- decreases the value of Jared Culver as an option on that team, at least this year. <laughs> I wouldn't buy expect to make money this year on Jared Culver at all, if that's what you're hoping for. Um, could could add um, some some weight to his framing, get, get more aggressive, but I'm not, I wouldn't expect it this year by expecting to hold it if you're going to. Yeah. Um, thoughts on Josh Jackson? Uh, if you're talking about the Packers cornerback, he must be absolutely terrible if he can't replace Kevin King. If you're talking about Josh Jackson from Kansas, who now plays in the Grizzly G League, is uh, <coughs> actually doing quite well in the G League. Um, so that's exciting to see, averaging like 22 points and eight rebounds and almost four assists and one and a half steals, one and a half blocks. You know, they bring him along slowly in the G League and bring him up. I think he could be a pretty nice piece for the Grizzlies. He did just get suspended one game, though, by their G League team, and he's had some troubles in the past. Um, so that's something to keep an eye on. Nate has had a cough for four months. Get that checked, man. Did it come back? Are you feeling more sick recently? That's only why I talk a lot. But, yes, he's not wrong. I've had it for a while. Gonna be hard to edit the podcast for this one. Um, Aaron Holiday shows flashes, but he's on. Uh, but could he run a team in a few years? At that point, would he fall into the forgotten market like Drew Holiday? Yes, probably. Um, thoughts on Bobby Dalbeck? I just know he hits a lot of home runs, and that's about it. Not super exciting. Yeah, I got nothing. Thoughts on Darius Garland? We uh, talked about him earlier, so make sure to listen back to that. PSA 10 Zion blew up 199 value sell now. You just talked to me about that in Instagram message. Um, but we can talk about value. Uh, it's got to be two and a half plus right now if Raws are like 1,200 or something like that. Um, Austin Hayes, comeback. Likely, not likely, Nate. What's the – give me like three words on it here. Uh, I, I don't trust the Orioles. I don't trust the Orioles. <laughs> it's fair. That's all I got on them. All right. Pascal is a trap by don't do it. Probably agree with that by what we talked about earlier. Just doesn't seem like a super exciting guy going forward. Who's your rookie of the year right now? Um, assuming we're talking about NBA, John Morant by far. Well, yeah, pretty much by far. So he starts to play throughout the rest of the season and Zion doesn't come back for a while. I think it'll become even clearer. Brandon Clark thoughts talked about him in an Instagram post the other day. Uh, very high in efficiency ratings and win shares and value over replacement player and getting minutes with Jaron Jackson still following like five times a game. Um, 
really good offensive player. Seems to seems to be someone that they can build around with Jaron with Ja. Uh, we we're really high on the on Ja and Brandon Clark this year for 2019 Prism. Thoughts on Greedy Williamson? I think that he's a rookie for uh, is that the guy at Tennessee? Brown. Browns cornerback. Oh, mm. well, I got nothing on cornerbacks. Yeah, cornerback. <laughs> Do you recommend buying a 2000? Oh, you already talked about that. I know it's early, but does anyone feel like we severely overestimated this year's NBA rookie class? I don't know if I overestimated the rookie class as a whole, but without Zion playing and with all the rest of the guys severely underperforming, I just think that they're underperforming. I don't know if it's overestimation or just <laughs> underperformance. I guess it's the well, same thing. So. I, would argue, I would argue that every year new cards come out, people all of a sudden are like really high on guys. Mm-hmm. happens every year in Bowman draft. All of a sudden, people are, like, really high on guys they shouldn't be high on um, just because it's new stuff. Right. Um, the, the thing is, is I think that you have to, if you're looking to buy Prism right now, you have to critically look at the guys that are actually going to play well the rest <laughs> of the season versus the guys that aren't based on how they're performing right now. Some guys, you just aren't, you're just not going to switch around in time, make mid-year adjustments. Um, after the halfway point, we'll know a lot more. But, like, Guys like Ja, I think you just, he's, he just has to be a buy if you want him based on that he's going to be good the rest of the season. He's going to be good next year. Guys like Jared Culver, who probably will not be very effective the rest of the season in a way to make money, wait until the offseason, buy then. But guys like Ja, guys possibly like Zion, it's a gamble. He's not healthy. He needs to play. There's a chance that if he comes back, even if it's in, the, in 2020, uh, early 2020, and plays really well for two weeks, that those things like triple in price just because of what the market is. I'm I'm not saying I agree with necessarily what the market is, um, or or any of that. But Zion at thirty could easily become Zion at seventy five if he drops two thirty point games in a row. Um, what are your opinions? Oh, sorry, I already answered that. Two Jared Culvers in a row. Bobuchet we talked on. Jaron Kendall, that's a Dodger guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Here's a Dodger that the Dodgers just weren't able to help. You know, I talked about Cody Hose and being willing to bet on the Dodgers. Uh, <coughs> Jaron Kendall is bad. Has a good, like, walk percentage. <coughs> but uh, strikes out so much. Just unbelievable amount. Um, could end up being, like, a fourth outfielder someday if people don't, like, a Keon Broxton mold fourth outfielder where he strikes out a ton, hits an occasional dinger or two, and plays decent defense. But not much more than that. I wouldn't ever invest in him. How do you guys feel about PSA 9s worth having over Raw? This is how I look at it. If you want to use grading as an avenue to make money and profit, try to buy the best Raws you can and then grade them. If you just don't really care if you grade it to make money and you just like having your cards protected and have a grade value, just buy a PSA 9 instead of Raw. I like having the case and having it protected um, rather than having a Raw. But then, if again, if you're trying to buy a – John Moran, Prism Rookie, and let's say there's a base in the PSA 9 available, but you want to make the extra $20, um, go with the Raw and then try to grade it. Nolan Gorman, Nate, what do you think this season's going to hold for him after he had a good first half and bad second half last year? Yeah, he was uh, – he did not have great stats last year. Obviously, a ton of huge power out of third base spot for the uh, Cardinals. Um, not fast, you know, the whole typical thing with third baseman. Uh, I did hear a rumor that he was trying to sell out for too much power and that if he just cut back a little bit, they think his hit tool is good enough where he could hit for high averages while also hitting for uh, a good amount of power. 
Um, so he's definitely interesting, um, but it's going to take some tweaks um, on his part to get to that point. Um, you can't trust that he does do it, but if he does, uh, you're probably sitting on a pretty good prospect. Nice. Brendan Rogers. I don't think we have many thoughts on him. He's like a biggest prospect to fatigue prospect I've ever seen recently. Um, Siakam, absolute stud. I think Nate just had him in the podcast. Yep. Just talked. Well, Nate and Sam talked about him uh, yesterday. Today he got launched. Um, absolute stud. He is really keeping the Raptors afloat in the Eastern Conference in the top three, um, top four possibly right now with the Heat and Celtics and Bucks. Um, I think that he he's great, and honestly, he's just going to keep getting better at this point. Luka Doncic, we talked about him earlier in the podcast. Listen back to it because we have to get through some of these here quickly. Next year's NBA draft class looking uh, way too early to know. Great polls answers it. Next year's potentially could be better. All right, there we go. Thanks for helping us out. (laughs) Is P. Alonzo a flash in the pan? Um, Probably a quick flash in the pan, like meaning a a short, high-production career trajectory, but I think not as much as one season. Would you agree with that? I think you could have a really good season. Yeah, I don't know too. if he, I don't know if he gets to fifty some home runs again because you just, I mean, Prince Fielder was a huge power hitter. He never got to fifty home runs again. Like, but I could see multiple years of forty plus home runs, um, and I could also see him being like toast by the time he's thirty two. So, because <clears throat> he does not have the body of a guy that holds up. Right. <laughs> Someone just said. I pulled a mint Tyler Hero Prism Mojo rookie. Is this a card worth investing in, or should I get rid of it while he's hot now? I need a Tyler Hero for my personal collection because I have none right now. If it's a decent price, I will talk with you. But also, it's probably too expensive for me right now, so that's an issue. Um, two more questions here that just came in. What are your thoughts investing in DeAndre Hunter? Slightly talked about him earlier in the podcast or in the live stream. Um not playing super well at the moment as well as we were hoping for. Um, could be a decent buy low in a, in a little bit here. Hawks are pretty trash right now without John Collins. Um, it seems like you're going to have to wait a year on any return on it. So if you want to wait a year, go for it. Nate? Um, as for waiting till the all-star break to judge rookies, all-star break seems like an arbitrary number because it's always like, what? 30 60, games left in the year. 67% through the season or something. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that is like – I don't know if i go that far. I mean, obviously, you can always wait. Um, you know, we're only 24 games into the season here. <coughs> but we're already – we're a fourth the way in, um, which is significant. means something. Yeah. Why are the Reds going to win the NL Central? Please explain. Did you say Derek- they are? Derek Johnson. I no, I didn't. I didn't say the Reds were going to win, but I'll give you one name, Derek Johnson. That's why. Can we trade for him? <laughs> because he's the world's best pitching coach, and the Brewers had him, and now the Brewers don't have him. The Reds have him, and the Reds went from being one of the worst pitching teams to one of the best pitching teams in one year, just Insane. because. Of and now they have Trevor Bauer and Sonny Gray for full years, and yeah, Amir Garrett in that bullpen. Maybe they'll get a. A bounce back from uh, Rasiel Iglesias. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, is, that co- is that all we got? I mean, we're coming up on the time anyways here, so. Yeah. All right. Well, well Mustakas for MVP. Pro- prob- 
Probably not. That was probably a bit of an overpay, but also I like that the Reds <coughs> went out and paid, uh, you know, paid actual money to make their team better. That was pretty nice to see after last year when a ton of teams just kind of, um, Waiting you know, around. sat on the edges. The Reds went for it, and now the Reds are going for it again this year, which is cool. Uh, um, cool. Pretty nice to see there. Hopefully Nick Senzel can stay healthy for them. I don't really want the Reds to win because that means the Brewers are probably losing. But I'll take the Reds over the Cardinals and the Cubs any day. So I. Yeah. Also, I got to be happy for Moose after playing a bunch of years on some one-year deals and stuff and not really getting the love in the free agency. Um, good to see for him. Yeah. Is Harrison Bader done? I think Harrison Bader was kind of one of those guys that was <coughs> overrated to begin with. Came up, did pretty well. Cardinals fans uh, overreacted. And then uh, he's just – he just was never really, like, that spectacular of a prospect to begin with. Uh, they never gave him above-average hit tool or power tool. He was mostly a speed and somewhat defense guy that would get you an occasional dinger or two and stuff like that. Uh, I don't I don't think he was ever, like, there to begin with. So I don't think he can be done in that sense. Last thing here, ended on some Jeter talk because there was a record sale for a Jeter PSA 10 SP authentic 1993 or not SP authentic just SP 1993 sold for $168,000 I think it was wow um through an auction house it was the record highest sale for that card I think that there's 20 something in existence um and there's a lot out there like other grades and stuff um I mean you gotta think yeah if he's a unanimous, unanimous MV, uh, Hall of Famer, um, you got to think that they go up. There's no reason why they wouldn't, and that's why they've been going up over the last year now because people are realizing it. Sweet. All right. Well, that's all we have. Nate, thank you for talking yeah. through a lot of those baseball questions. Um, your, guy no for, your guy for prospect questions is Nate. Um, I get a lot of DMs recently here about Bowman Draft and prospects and stuff. I keep on saying, oh, DM at Slab Sucks, Nate, just to make sure that they're asking the right guy. But Nate's your guy for that. Um, he's got all the knowledge in the baseball world as I have transitioned to a lot of busy things going on that I cannot keep up with baseball anymore. Prospects that is. Um, so Nate's your guy with that. Um, any other questions on Prism NBA, basketball, parallels, rookies, grading, all that stuff, shoot to the main account like always. Um, I hit, hit those DMs up hopefully once a day, once every other day when I can get to it. Very busy right now. School's winding down this semester. Um, but Yep, that's that's all we got. Um, thank you guys for listening. This will be posted as a podcast um, in case you guys want to listen back. And we will see you guys probably next week on our live stream. Yes, sir. All right, see you guys.